Hi, I'm Blake Repine and welcome to Strategy, Leadership and Impact. Hi everybody, welcome back to another episode of Strategy, Leadership and Impact. I hope you've been well since the last time you tuned in for a listen. And Happy New Year, Happy 2022 to everyone. I really hope that your New Year is off to a a great start and that you're able to actually take some time to yourself over the holidays, spend time with families, recharge your batteries a bit, and really prepare yourself to go at things and, and achieve throughout this whole year. Uh, so far, my year has been incredibly busy, um, but very productive. I have a number of things I'm trying to achieve this year, and I'll share some of those things with you as we move along uh, through the year. And uh, one of the big things I guess I've been working on for quite a while now is my second book. You know, I wanted it published uh, probably about a year ago, year and a half ago, and it's been a lot slower than I expected, a lot slower than the last book was, but I feel like I've been making some really good progress lately. I, I'm not going to guarantee any time frame that it'll be out, just I'm hoping I've set a goal to get it out this year, and I've actually uh, set that goal with my son, James, so we, we actually decided this year, he's, he's 10 years old now, he'll be 11 this year that we set some goals that we want to achieve this year and we're going to hold each other accountable to those. And of course, mine was getting that second book published. His was he wants to complete 10 scuba dives. He's a junior open water uh, scuba diver with Patty. And he wants to dive at least 10 dives this year, but he also wants to complete his underwater navigation and his buoyancy uh, control courses. So that's his goals, and of course I'll hold him to task on that, but of course I have to dive with him, so we'll be doing those together. Anyway, on to today's subject, and this, just like a lot of my other subjects, has been something that I've noticed that's come up in conversations with others, and also to some observations that I've seen, uh, particularly when working with uh, different clients and at various sites and things like that. That's around within your workforce, within your own career compliance versus commitment. And we're going to look at these two things in two different ways. One is the perspective of of you as a leader and whether or not you demand compliance or whether or not you're trying to gain commitment or you in your own personal career in your work environment. Are you one that is focused on compliance or are you one that's focused on commitment? And really within any job, of course, there's going to be a certain level of things that you have to comply with. But I guess whenever you look at it from a leadership perspective, are you leading people for compliance or to gain buy-in you know, as far as commitment? And they're two very different things. And to start off with, let's talk about compliance. Now, I want to read a definition to you. I'm big on defining things. So compliance is the act of conforming or yielding, a tendency to yield readily to others, especially in a weak or subservient way. So the key words there, I guess, around that weak and subservient way, whenever you look at cultures where they're focused on just compliance, they don't care about buy-in, they don't care about people really caring about what they're doing, they just want you to accomplish a task and that's all they care about, very process-oriented uh, you know, that's uh, when you look at compliance, you will show up at this time. You will do this at this time. You will do these tasks. You will do this. And you show up. And, and if you're stuck in that kind of role, it's just kind of mindless. You're just kind of you're ticking the box, ticking the box, ticking the box. You really don't care about what happens with the organization or people that are in that kind of culture really don't care about what happens with the organization. You don't care about the strategy. You don't care whether or not 
you achieve, you're just going to come in. You're just going to tick those blocks. You're going to be compliant. And normally see leaders that are very much about managing, not about motivation, not about team building. It's just more around those tasks. Are are they completing these tasks? Don't care about anything else, just those tasks and that's it. Um, And nobody really understands how they actually fit into the overall organization, how they're helping the organization achieve their mission, what the values are of the organization, or you you don't really see a, a organizations that's led through their values and one that is focused more on compliance. Again, this is not talking about compliance with legislation, compliance with policies, procedures, things like that. Or I guess in a way it could be if you think about an organization who only focuses on are people complying with the policies and procedures and that's it. That's one that's focused on compliance and where you see very little buy-in and commitment from your, your team. But on the other hand, you have commitment. Are you the leader that tries to get commitment from your people? You don't really, in a mature organization, you have people, they're, they're going to show up on time. They're going to complete their work on time. But are they committed to the organization, its values, its mission, and its strategy? Again, let's, let's define commitment like we did compliance. So commitment, it's the act of committing, the state of being committed, the act of committing, pledging, or engaging oneself, dedication, allegiance. And I want to focus on a couple of those key words, pledging, engaging oneself, dedication, allegiance. Do people believe in what you're doing? Do people want to be a part of where you're going? Do they want to go on that journey with you? In organizations who have leaders that focus on strictly compliance and want people to comply, basically it's that, that um, think about that person. I wouldn't necessarily call them a leader. It's more of the the drill sergeant type person, the dictator type person, the directive type person that demands compliance over commitment versus the environment where someone wants people that are committed. It's far easier to get people to do things when they're committed versus beaten on to death to be compliant. They want to come on that journey with you. They believe in what you're doing. You know, and, and you don't have to be uh, like a social enterprise or something like that, to have an organization that does things that people believe in. You know, you could be a retail organization, you could be a, a heavy industry, you can be anything. But if people believe in the organization, they're treated like they're part of the team. They feel like what they're doing every day, regardless of what it is, if they're counting widgets all day long, but they understand if I count this many widgets and I do it this great, we're going to achieve this and you know everybody's going to achieve and we're all going to be better off for it because I'm making a difference. I'm a part of the team. And that's where you really want to drive your teams from. That is true leadership. Whenever you work with people to help them to pledge and engage and dedicate and show their allegiance to the organization, not demand it, but you really help them feel a part of that team so they want to do that. They want to be a part of that. I guarantee it's far different than the one that's compliant. And what you can achieve is far beyond anything you ever will in an organization where they're focused on that compliance. And I said we're going to look at this too from the perspective of your own career. And if you were to stop and just think about the organization you work for, or maybe not the organization, but the team that you're a part of, what does that feel like every day on your way to work? Do you have to get there on time because you know you're going to be punished? Do you have to do things at a certain time because you've got to tick the box? You just 
got to meet all this compliance. And then you have a supervisor or a manager over you who they just beat you to death around getting this done at this time. Even though you're a mature person, you know you're going to get it done at that time. You know that you're going to get your work done, but they still just beat you over the head about it every day. Or you one in an organization where you have a supervisor or manager that knows you're going to get your work done. They're there to support you. They are able to see the vision of the organization. They live the values of the organization. They demonstrate the values of the organization in a way that makes you want to live those values, in a way that makes you want to demonstrate those values. They lead from a position to where it could potentially be someone you want to follow or you want to go on that journey with them. And if you think about your your morning drive on the way into work, typically when you see people that work for organizations that are focused on compliance, they're just beating them over the head all the time about it. On their way into work, these are the white knuckle drivers. You know, they have that steering wheel grip so tight they got the white knuckles because they're anxious. They don't want to be there. Getting up in the morning is a struggle because they don't want to go to work. Just absolutely hate it. First, the person who works in an environment where they focus on dedication, engaging, getting, wanting people to pledge to be a part of it. They want people that want to go on the journey with them and they bring you along that journey with them and you feel like you're part of the team. On your way to work, you, you kind of get this little bit of excitement. You know, you, you get up in the morning, yeah, it might be a little tough to get out of bed just because some of us are not morning people, but get up. And you feel good about things. You're getting ready to go to work and you're looking forward to being there. You don't have that anxiety. On your drive into work, you're relaxed. You might be singing along on a song that's on the radio or whatever. You know, I don't know what your morning routine is, drinking your coffee, whatnot. But you're looking forward to go to work, to see your coworkers, to see your manager, see your supervisor, see everybody you work with, see your clients. You know, you're just excited about being there. That is an organization that's focused on commitment. You know, what, what is your workplace like? Only you know that, only you can decide. And if you are in that compliance workspace and you do not like going to work every day and you get that anxiety and you're the white knuckle driver, I tell you, that is not the environment that you should be in. You can change that. You can change the organization you work for. There's many, many organizations that, out there that will hire you if you have the skills that they're looking for. Changing career fields if it's not the right career field for you. The thing is, every day you should be happy when you go to work. And not necessarily happy. That's probably not the best way to put it. You should look forward to going to work every day. Yes, there's going to be a little bit of stress at every job. But if the majority of days, I'd say 90% of the days, if you're white knuckle driving, then you really need to look at what you're doing and look at changing it. Anyway, what are your thoughts on this? Let me know. Uh, send me a message. Everybody, uh, if you've been listening to this for a while, you know how to contact me. You can reach me through LinkedIn. Just search my name, Blake Repine. You can see me an email at blakerepine at gmail.com. Uh, and you can also contact me through any of the, uh, the social media platforms. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. Again, LinkedIn. Uh, just message me through there. Let me know your comments. Let me know if you want more information about this or have a discussion about it. There's any way I can help you out. Anyway, have a good one, and we'll talk again soon. Take care.